A Florida school board member chaperoned a group of elementary school children on a field trip to a gay bar. And Twix has a Halloween commercial featuring a witch promoting a boy to dress like a princess. We'll talk about this and more as we dedicate today's entire show to answering your questions pertaining to Bible prophecy. Do you have a question or comment? Join us by calling 877-363-8463. We're going to discuss the two things you're not supposed to talk about, politics and religion. Welcome to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're so excited for you to be with us today. It's open line. We're dedicating the whole show to questions or comments that you have. So join us at 877-END-TIME. That's 877-363-8463. Doug has spent the last uh, three days prior to this going through uh, portions of Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ with Irvin Baxter. And I know many of you have appreciated uh, that series that we've done and uh, showing the clips of Irvin teaching is very, very special. There's 21 lessons, so there's no way we could do all of them in such a short time. This is only an hour show, but you can watch the entire series. It's available on demand 24-7 at watch.endtime.com on End of the Age Plus. Uh, you can download the app from any of the major app stores, search End of the Age Plus, and then you can find Revelation there. And so, Doug, I know that was special for you to get to do. Longtime follower of Irvin, longtime friend. Yeah. Um, and so it's kind of kind of cool to. It was neat. Team it, up with him. It's it's really cool to do that. And I told everybody yesterday about the project we have where Dave is redoing the one through fourteen, understanding the end time lessons, mm-hmm. and how we're doing that in that series as well. And so they'll really appreciate that when all that project gets finished too. So. Pretty exciting. It's great to have you back, though. Good I, to be back. I mean, you know, it's one thing doing this alone, but it's it's great to have my my buddy back. Well, everybody <laughs> was scared that I had the C word. It's I know. Like, anytime you get an ingrown hair these days or a messed up fingernail, they think you might need to go get checked into the hospital <laughs> and be put on a ventilator. It's unbelievable. Oh, man. Oh. But uh, I'm good. I'm Thank glad the Lord. Thank, Thank the Lord. You. Yeah. And uh, But we do want to show people a couple of, of stories that are... Um, going around today, and we want to do it in this first segment so we can give everyone time to call in and talk to us. So let's get right into that. Yeah. Kentucky's Hazard High School is under investigation after disturbing photos emerged showing students performing lap dances for teachers. The images showed girls dressed as hooters, waitresses and boys in lingerie being spanked with paddles. Donald Moblini, the principal, was seen laughing and smiling throughout, apparently enjoying the show. The school released a statement, We strive to foster creativity in our students, but unfortunately... This time it was carried too far. At the end of the day, the light-hearted activity simply got out of hand. And for that, we apologize. So we, we might have should have put up that little warning before and told everybody, you know, this could be a little risque. But uh, we did do a good job 
getting that blotted out for folks. But, you know, the Bible tells us before the second coming of Jesus, Vince, that the days are going to be like they were in the times of Noah and in the times of Lot. Well, there was a lot of sexual perversion going on there and a lot of sexual sin. And so, there, you know, there's scripture that talks about this and lets us know that uh, that's the way that the world's going to be before Jesus comes back. We're starting to see that happen, I believe. Yeah, Luke seventeen twenty eight says, Likewise also, as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Yeah, and, and Jude uh, chapter 1, 7 says, Even as Sodom and Gomorrah... And the cities about them in like manner giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. So it lets us know that God is not real happy with this type of behavior, but yet here was a school board. Well, that was lighthearted, though. Yeah, this of course was it was lighthearted. I can't imagine, I, I, I cannot imagine if my child went to that school and I Your found out that Your 15-year-old son gave the principal a lap dance. Yeah. In a women's set of lingerie. Yeah. yeah. Lighthearted fun. Yeah. It's pretty messed up. It's, it you know, the devil's real good about blurring lines and, and confusing issues. Uh, we probably should jump on that next uh, video before we get to the break, I guess, huh? All right. Let's do it. Okay. Twix presents Bite Size Halloween. I'm your new nanny. I don't need a nanny. Well, your parents seem to think you do. What's your favorite color? Black. Other than black. Oh, um... Charcoal? Why are you all dressed up? It's not Halloween yet. Can I help you? Are you a good witch or a bad witch? Do you want to find out? You buckled? I'm still wearing my princess dress. Do you want to wear it? Girl, why are you wearing that? Dressing like this makes me feel good. Is that your nanny? She looks weird. You look weird, your nanny looks weird, you guys are both weird. No, we're just different. Boys don't wear dresses. We must protest Twix because they're inciting violence. It's crazy, Vince. Surely they should be taken to court. (laughs) Deleted from Twitter. Well, you know, this... Inciting violence is a big no-no. Yeah, because, I mean, that's what we're accused of doing every time we stand up for the morally right in the situation. But 
This is crazy. Who gets to decide what morally right I, I, is, Doug? Come I'm on. telling you, it's not the people who made the Twix commercial just now. Indeed. You see what happens in that commercial, Vince, because uh, this other child is saying boys don't wear dresses and y'all look weird. He was taken away. He vanished into thin air because of the witch. The people that couldn't see the video and heard this on the radio, that's what happened. She made him disappear. That's why you're saying it incites violence. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. This is where we are in society. All right. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this or other prophecy-related content. Uh, We're happy to talk to you. The number to call is 877-END-TIME. That's 877-363-8463. We'll talk about this and more on the other side of the break. Major Internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills. But God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV. And now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Welcome back to End of the Age. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Doug, before the break, we played a couple of videos. We don't want to just skip by them and not provide some commentary on them. The first one was of the story of the um, boys in high school giving the principal a lap dance in a a gym Mm -hmm. in front of everyone. Right. with women's lingerie on. Dressed like women. And then the cheerleaders were dressed in Hooters costumes. Mm-hmm. These are high school kids. Yeah. And the, apparently footage was taken by, you know, everybody in there has a cell phone, so they're recording and it gets out and the parents are now extremely troubled by this, of course. Yeah. Um, now, so, keep in mind, too, because right now the government's been told to keep an eye on parents 
that are protesting at school board meetings about mask mandates, about vaccine mandates, and about critical race theory. Mm -hmm. So right now, you're being targeted as a parent if you go to a school board meeting and want to protest some of the things that are happening in these schools. Meanwhile, you have school administrators with this kind of behavior. Sorry, I kind of got emotional there for a second. It gets me fired up a little bit, Vince. I apologize. But But, I mean, look at the time that we live in. Yeah. So we've got Rachel Levine, right? Is that her name? Rachel Levine? The That is his name. His name. Yeah. He has been promoted to a four-star admiral now. The remember? first transgender ever. Mm-hmm. And our president has said this is a, a monumental step for women everywhere. A biological man to who me, identifies. To sexist. This man is getting That's what I'm saying. for the first. How can women sit by and not be offended by that? <laughs> I know, right? Okay. Shouldn't the feminists be, like, very mad? You would think so. And how did this... Just like the PETA people should be mad at Fauci with the dogs in the box with the flies. (laughs) What's that guy's name uh, from California? (laughs) Which one? Uh, He's the guy that had a sex... Or he didn't have a sex change, but he's... He's he's the the, the Olympian that... Bruce Jenner. uh, Yes. Is that who you're talking about? That's who I'm talking about. He, He starts dressing like a woman and gets woman of the year. Yeah. Where are the feminists? I know. It's crazy. Well, I think even uh, Dave did a story on uh, Sports Illustrated had its first transgender model for their swimsuit yes. edition of Sports Illustrated. I mean, yeah, I think I sent that tweet to you guys. It was I mean, unbelievable. How can people not be getting upset about this? It, it's definitely worthy of being upset. Yeah. It's definitely worthy of me going, hmm. Am I going to continue to trust the public school system with my children? Right. People go, oh, well, we can't afford to do anything else. And I'm going, I understand what the numbers say in your personal finances. Mm-hmm. But I'm going, if I've got a, you know, there's, there's people that own boats. Right. And they own five cars and tractors and whatever else. You know, in they've chances. got $150,000 tied up in vehicles yeah. one, one way or another, whether it's a boat or four-wheeler or whatever else, but they can't afford to not have their kid go to a public school. Right. I'm going, boy, it's worth selling the boat over. Right. Get your kids out of that mess. Yeah, especially if you know this kind of stuff's going on. And this is not California. This was in Kentucky, in the Bible Belt. Yeah. You know, in the South, yeah. where you wouldn't expect something like that to happen. happen but Kentucky. it's all in good fun, Vince. Lighthearted fun. And if you come against it, well, then you need to be zapped yeah. out of existence, apparently, according to a Twix. Well, that's commercial. the other video. So the Twix is then, you got this kid, this boy, dressed up as a princess at home alone, apparently. Mm-hmm. And some witch shows up and says, I'm your new nanny. Yeah. And then they go out in public, and he's dressed like a princess because it makes him feel good. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the baseline of that story is, first of all, where are the parents? How did this get to this point? Somebody had to buy that boy a princess dress. Yeah. I've got two boys. Neither of them are going to have a princess dress in their whole life. But you're going to be looked down upon because your boys are going to have a Western-style holster with a cap gun in them. They already do. That's what I'm saying. They already do. I know. I've I've seen Brady's gun. So <laughs> they are going to be men. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. But what you, what is the nature of of a of a little boy. Well, I mean, if you don't buy a little boy a, a toy pistol, what do we do? Pick up sticks and start going pow, 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 because 
that's who we are. That's the way we were created. He doesn't watch any TV. Yeah. We don't do any of that. Right. And he does exactly what you're talking about. Well, yeah, because that's know the that nature of a boy. Ever seen anyone, any 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 television firing a gun? Yeah. Now he might see some guns around the house. Right. That may be. It could be the a case. thing. <laughs> um, but he did that before he ever saw any gun ever fired. Yeah. So that is an interesting point. And then also, in that witch video, the Twix commercial, um, when the kids disagree with, or what, what they call it weird, that the boy is wearing a princess dress, yeah. the witch disappears the kid. Right. So it's certainly inciting violence. I mean, that clearly yeah. is saying, when someone calls you weird, it's okay to make them disappear. Yeah. I don't know what other messaging it's sending. I don't either. And apparently it's... Um, excusable because that kid is expressing what makes him feel good. Yeah. I know it's it's a really weird time we live in, Vince. And you know, we've got another story, a news story that we we opened the show about. It's just as disgusting as the first one with the school board and the lap dances. This one is a Florida school board member takes elementary school student elementary school students, mm-hmm. on a field trip to a gay bar. Yep. Um, that's exactly what it is. The quote of the chaperone says, I was so honored to be invited to chaperone Wilton Maynard's Elementary's field trip to the incredible Rosies. The students and I had a fun walkover and learned a, b- a lot about our community. A huge thank you to Rosie's Bar and Grill for hosting the special field trip every year. I guess is that implying that it's yeah annual, that, so. and that's a board member who who did that. The post, which was examined by Fox News Thursday morning, shows photos of children in a popular Florida gay bar, Rosie's Bar and Grill, including a photo of the group posing next to the restaurant sign. So, folks, do, do y'all hear what we're telling you? We're not making this up. Uh, this isn't a conspiracy. This is in the headlines of our news. It's on commercials that will come on TV that your children will see. When are we going to stand up and say enough is enough? When are we going as Christians to start standing up and saying we're not going to put up with this stuff? Vince is right. We need to boycott places like Twix and and other, you know, there's Doritos commercials. There's Coca-Cola commercials. There's Gillette commercials. All about this transgenderism and trying to tell people this is normal behavior. And uh, not only is it normal behavior, but it's behavior that should be accepted. And if you don't, you we will be, disappear you. You need to be gone. Yeah. You need to be gone. You need to be canceled from life. Right. Well, we know in the Bible there's coming a time where if you don't go along with the world government and the Antichrist and the one world religion, which is going to accept all this stuff. Because it's going to be all-inclusive. That's what their aim is in this new religion they're starting. They want everybody to be included, no matter what your lifestyle is. So if you speak up as a Christian, which we've seen this begin to happen in other places, like Canada, for instance. There's been uh, parents arrested for not calling their child the gender name or whatever that thing is that they're, what is it called, their noun or their pronoun that they prefer to be called. Yeah, personal pronouns. Yeah, where a, a, a they, man them. has been arrested mm-hmm. or been charged and ticketed 
for not doing this. Well, we've seen this happen to pastors too that from the pulpit preach against this kind of behavior. But you're right. If you don't go along with those things, they want to erase you. They want you gone. What really is amazing to me is if, if in that story of the boys giving the male principal a lap dance mm-hmm. dressed in women's lingerie, if those were girls from high school dressed in lingerie giving that same principal a lap dance, principal is fired immediately, mm-hmm. arrested, probably has jail time, and is never going to be in education ever again. Yeah. But because it's a boy, on a boy, on a male... Yeah. For some reason, this is which is a lot fun. more perverted. I mean, I guess it's all perverted, but that's really certainly perverted. more unnatural, right? Um, mm. But either way, it's a crime. It's, it would be a crime if it happened. And if this like, is all in Halloween fun, it's another reason why you shouldn't be involved with Halloween. Oh, Doug, I know you really, I, you really taking a lid. I know. I'm sorry. off the can now. There you go. But that's what the enemy's doing. I can't doing. believe you he, just said that out loud. blurring the lines. Comment, the comment lines. Uh, what you think about Doug's Halloween comment on Facebook. <laughs> also, be sure to share this video. If you're on Facebook, it helps us break through the algorithm and uh, get to your friends and family a little bit better. Uh, so be sure to share and hit the heart icon. And, uh, yeah, leave a comment. What do you think about what Doug said about Halloween? Um, tag him while you're at it. He'll oh, appreciate all the notifications. Well, let's make a T-shirt. <laughs> All right, let's get to the phones. We'll go to Pat in Michigan. Pat, welcome to End of the Age. Uh, Pat, we can doing? barely hear you. Okay, just a second. Can you hear me now? Yes. That's perfect. Much better. Okay, do I need to turn my speaker off? Yes. Okay. Here we go. Okay, um, my thought on those is that they shall speak of evil as good and good as evil. Mm-hmm. And also that it appears to be much more of an attack on our men than um, on women in terms of all of these transgenderism and, and that sort of thing. And I think that is because they are afraid of alpha males uh, standing up and defending us and the nation. Pat, I'm raising uh, a couple of alpha males, I'll just tell you, and I'm not ashamed about it. <laughs> Oh, we love our alpha males. If it wasn't for alpha males, this nation would not be where, well, this nation would not exist. But um, my my question, you guys, is this. In um, Revelation 13 and, and Daniel 7, on the um, those ten horns, who are they? They're not the seven heads, are they? No, they're not. Okay. So those seven... They, they're... Go, Go ahead. ahead, I'm sorry. So I'm assuming they are other uh, European nations? Yes, that's correct. Okay. So those seven okay. heads are the heads that we see in Daniel chapter 7. you got one for the lion, yeah. one for the bear, four for the uh, leopard, and then one for that fourth beast that Daniel saw that he couldn't quite describe. The, the yeah. ten horns come up out of that, which is that Holy Roman Empire uh, revived. So that's that European Union. So they'll come up somewhere out of that European Union uh, where these ten kings will rise up. We watched as uh, a couple years ago when President Trump went before NATO and made the speech to them that uh, America was getting to the point to where we were no longer going to carry them because we were protecting them from Russia. They were buying their oil from Russia and all these things. And he was right. saying, we're going to pull our protection away. And so we saw Emmanuel Macron 
uh, start a union. And at that point, it was a 10-nation union, which perked our ears up and and we began to look at it. It's now become, I think, a 12-nation union, maybe a 13. So it's not quite the 10 that we were looking for, but something like that will emerge where there's going to be a strong um, military that will come up in there. I, I would think that would be the base of it. Would be uh, they would come together on a military basis, but they would be ten nations within that European Union. And I just saw, I believe this week, that they're still working on this this military, a uh, European military. Mm-hmm. I saw that as well, and uh, yeah, I think Germany was part of that as well. So. Uh, Gotta be. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Love you guys. Well, thank Thanks, you, Pat. Pat. Appreciate you calling in. You know, Doug, I said I'm raising a couple of alpha males. That doesn't mean they're going to be brutes right. and mean and disgusting. Right. They're going to be kind and generous, and they're going to treat their mother with respect and every other woman and man that they meet, right. regardless of really weird stuff that people do. They're going to treat them with respect and love. And they're going to have long-suffering. Uh, they'll be long-suffering towards people. Mm-hmm. That's part of what an alpha male is. It's right. not these yeah. dumb guys on the sh- on TV that, that we've been introduced to in movies. Right. The, and a good alpha male is one that treats people with love and respect. Yeah. Just like Jesus would have done. Exactly. Jesus so, was the ultimate alpha male. There you go. So, yeah. And so. he showed us how to be a man. I mean, remember when Peter chopped off a guy's ear, Jesus told him, Peter, step back. You don't know what spirit you're of right now. Puts the ear back on the guy. He doesn't want us to be violent. He wants us to be able to provide and protect for our our home because one of the things that it says love does is love always protects. Mm -hmm. So we have to be protectors of our family, but we're not instigators of violence and we're not going to go out and bully people. That's, That's not right. what being an alpha male is. An alpha male, it's somebody who is a strong person in, in being a male and all those attributes you just talked about that Jesus told us, these are the gifts, or not the gifts, but these are, uh, well, they are the gifts of the Spirit. <laughs> I don't want to get too deep into things, but yes, they, you've got to have the love. You've got to have the compassion and all the things that Jesus had, we have to have that. Long well, the suffering. thing that's going to make them a quote-unquote alpha male yeah. is that they know that Jesus is king. Right. And they live life according to that belief. Right. They aren't in charge. They aren't coming in here and they're going to be the top dog. Right. They're not fighting to be to the top. Jesus is at the top. And we're part of the body making out his church globally. Right. And we love people through all that. Yeah. And so if I knew this boy in this Twix commercial wearing a dress, I'm going to love that boy, even if he has the princess dress on. And I'm going to do my best to treat him the way that Jesus would treat him. Yeah. And so that's how we're raising our boys. My wife is pregnant. We might have a girl on the way. We don't know. We wait until birth, but uh, maybe we can talk about that another time on the show. <laughs> Not what this is about, but uh, we do have open lines at 877 time. so call in and join us today. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? 
With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, part two. The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. As many of you know, David's been on vacation all week. He and Jana are getting some good rest, um, and uh, we're happy for them. He will be back on Monday at 3, so be sure to tune in. You'll see a well-rested Dave, and you never know what you're going to get. So that'll be a good show. So Monday at 3 p.m. Central Time, be sure to tune back in with us. Uh, Doug, I mentioned it right before the break, and pe- people are commenting about it, but uh, my wife and I are expecting, and uh, it's been part of my battle, our battle. She uh, gets chronic morning sickness to the point where she can't get out of bed, and so for the last three months, she's been in bed. I did somebody there uh, when I'm not to care for her and our two little boys. We have a almost two-year-old and an almost four-year-old and a pregnant wife, so... People love to come over and help take care of that that grouping, but uh, it's a lot of fun, and we're very excited about it. She is getting a little bit better uh, in the last couple of days, so I'm thrilled about that, um, but we're excited. We wait until birth to find out the gender, because we're weirdos, and we have our babies at home just to make you That's feel uncomfortable. Awesome. There you go. Uh, it's a good conversation starter when they say, what, you had your baby at home? Yeah, we're, we're those type of weirdos. So <laughs> there you go. We had our first child in our one bedroom apartment, and that was quite an experience that I'll save um, to share for Maybe another write day. Write a book or something. You could write, write a, a book. book about this stuff. Maybe. I don't I mean, know. You've already written one. Might you sell one. two or three of them. We'll yeah, see. Hey, but anyway, it's open line. It's about what you want to talk about, so we better get back to the calls. We'll go to Chuck in Virginia. Chuck, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, how y'all doing? We're well. How are you? Fine, thanks. I'm glad you're feeling better, Vince. Thank you. It's good to be feeling better, that's for sure. Yeah, and I have allergies, so I get choked out, too, sometimes. Yeah, I think that's probably what it was. Allergies with a mix of a little sinus infection. (laughs) All right, so uh, first off, I want to make sure my understanding is 
Correct. All right. So the two witnesses, you know, they lie in the streets for three and a half days and they're resurrected. So it's my understanding that when, you know, a voice in heaven says, come up here, that's my understanding that that's the space in heaven for about a half an hour. And then that's also when the first resurrection happens. And then the saints who are alive on the earth, uh, who are alive on the earth are also caught up. And then also in that same hour, there's a great earthquake. And so, but in that space is my understanding, you know, people are resurrected, et cetera, et cetera, right? Then the second coming of the Lord happens. So I just wanted to make sure my uh, understanding is correct. Yes, sir. It sounds like you're right along with what we believe and what we teach there. All right, great. And then my my question is about Revelation 14, verse 6, where it talks about the three angels in midair. Yes, sir. So I'm just wondering if that's literally going to be three angels flying, you know, throughout the sky warning people. We don't know that. We don't know if it's if it's going to be literally that you'll see this or if it's going to be symbolic of what is going on there. Uh you know, I would lean more toward uh, it's it's not something that we're going to physically see. Uh, I don't know, though, because the scripture doesn't tell us. And so really all we can do is speculate there. Uh, but, you know, that what that part of the Bible that you're pertaining to is the the two harvest. And so we're watching, uh, you know, that harvest, that simultaneous harvest happen at the same time. And so that could I mean, possibly that could be what's going to happen in the spiritual realm as we we go up to meet the Lord in the air. Okay, great. I didn't know if that was literal or if that was just symbolism. So yes, sir. I appreciate it. You guys have a good day. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Chuck. Right, God bless now. God bless you. All right, let's go to Julie in Pennsylvania. Julie, welcome to End of the Age. Hello. Hi, Julie. Hi. Um, You're on I the air. I snack while the other guy was... Uh, <laughs> On the phone with you guys, sorry. That's all right. Um, How are you doing, Julie? Good. Good. Um, yeah, so I have like three questions. First, I want to say you guys are doing a great job. And um, it's awesome that you're Thanks. there doing this. I had a chance to talk to Irvin on the phone a couple times, and uh, you guys are doing a great job. And, um, Thank you. As far as that Twix commercial goes, I didn't see it. I saw it in the news. <clears throat> but that's horrible. And what jumped into my mind was they're also, the message is also that uh, evil will deal with this for you. Mm-hmm. Like, hello, like that witch there is representing the evil solution to, to the problem. So that was just horrible. Yeah. I didn't even know it was that bad. That's a very good point. Yeah. Well, anyway, my question is about... Um, you guys have been to Jerusalem and talked to um, the Temple Institute people, and I was reading Ezekiel 40 to 47, and I thought, wow, I should call in and find out if they're building the third temple after the pattern in Ezekiel 40 to 47 or not. Like, is that the third temple picture, or is that um, the New Jerusalem or so, is that just yeah, another... some people believe that is the third temple in that section of Ezekiel, but we we tend to think that it's possibly 
the temple during the millennial realm, uh, millennial reign, that that'll be more of a, a spiritual temple and not necessarily something physical. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Well, it's interesting, and that's why I'm calling. <laughs> yeah, and it, it talks about uh, people fishing and all kinds of things in those chapters. I mean, it's just, it sounds like the time that it's going to be the millennial reign of Christ. And so looking at those scriptures, when you look at all of it and you read it together, uh, it, it appears to us like that's going to be futuristic during that millennial time. And it could just be a spiritual temple there and not necessarily a physical Zechariah 14 talks about the survivors of Armageddon, that they'll come up year after year for the Feast of Tabernacles to worship the Lord there in Jerusalem. And it'll say, it says that if they don't do this, they won't receive rain uh, on their land and things like that. So it appears that during that millennial time, there's going to be a way to worship God there. And those people that live as mortals into the millennial reign, that they will come up for the Feast of Tabernacles. Okay. Well, I appreciate your uh, efforts and your understanding, and I will um, share that with my Bible study group. I'm a graduate of Jerusalem Prophecy College, and I've been privileged to start teaching a Wednesday night Bible study on end times. So it's, right. it's awesome, and uh, God's working. Thank you. Very and good. God bless you guys. Thanks, God bless Julie. you, Julie. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, let's go to Rhonda in Texas. Rhonda, welcome to End of the Age. Hi, uh, Doug and Vince. This is Rhonda Houston. Um, I had a question concerning the two witnesses. Um, there's a scripture in Revelations that talks about the saints. Um, I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm trying to get it here. It is in Revelation 11, and it talks about how their bodies are not going to be put into graves. And then it goes into, um, he goes back to Revelation 13, and it says how the saints, where the Antichrist is going to um, go after the saints, kill the saints, pretty much, make war with the saints, and then eventually they're going to be killed and their bodies would lay dead in the streets. So is it possible that the two witnesses are the Jews and the Gentiles, uh, just the body of Christ, period, that God is in the end time? And that's my question, and I'll take your answer offline if you understand what I'm saying. Okay. We do understand what she's saying there, Vince, because there is a teaching out there that the two witnesses are actually the Jews and the Gentiles, and it's the collective group of people. So the reason why uh, we, we know this is not the case, for one reason, it calls these two God's two prophets. So it's letting us know that there's two prophets there. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing that we see is that we see that this happens in Jerusalem. It says that it happens in that great city. Uh, and so there can't be all of the Christians and all the Jews in Jerusalem and they all get killed and they lay in the street for three and a half days. Okay. Uh, so that's one reason why that won't work. This is actually going to be two men. They're going to have a ministry and they're going to be uh, doing great things. Now, one thing that I, I could say could happen there is one could be a Jewish person and the other could be Gentile and that would represent the Jewish Gentile church. 
Uh, mm-hmm. One of the things that I would love for Vince and I to do is a program uh, dedicated just to the two witnesses. And it, if, be awesome. if we did a study like that, I think we'd be able to help clear that up. It's just going to take time. When we when we got time, we can set it all up and get it put together so that we can back it all up with Scripture. And once okay. we get that done, we'll do a program on that. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thank well, thank you. So you. Uh huh. Bye bye. Bye bye. Why two men? Why can't one of them be a woman, <laughs> or two of them be women? Both of them be women. Well, because it 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 says that they're going to be uh, these two men. They are going to be. You're starting uh, to whisper. No, I'm just saying it's two men. Trust me. Okay. I don't I, believe that it's going to be two women. I think it said women. two men. Well, let's see. Um, it's okay. We, we can go to the next call. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll talk about it on the break and come right. back laughing, and people will wonder why we're laughing. Yeah, they're going to want to know. <laughs> All right, let's go to Carlos in California. Carlos, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, thank you guys for taking my call. And, uh, hey, Doug, it's an easy question. It's because the Bible says so. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's right. <laughs> hey, uh, I just wanted to uh, thank you guys for taking my call, and uh, I just wanted to plug in uh, Jerusalem Prophecy College and um, how great it is and it has been not only I've taken it but my, my, in my family um, so early 2000s like, we started listening to politics and religion you know and all this time you know we learn about the end times and everything that's going to happen so we me and my wife decided to homeschool our kids so since last year since this year uh, everything that has happened and we've seen so many people taking the, the children out of school and putting them in uh, in homeschool or Christian Christian uh, schools or stuff like that. You know, one thing that I did because my daughter she listens when we listen to you guys, she wanted to you know to start a Jerusalem Prophecy College, and we did it. She's 13 years old, mm-hmm. and uh, she's going through it. And man, I the, the, it has been great. Uh, it is part of her homeschooling curriculum, and uh, so man, it's safe for children. You, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, but the the spiritual change uh, that I've seen her since she started, you know, now she's very very uh, you know different when she talks to her friends and all that stuff. Uh, you know, when she goes to church, she's a prayer warrior. She pays. She prays people through the Holy Ghost, and and uh, it's an amazing. It's been an amazing uh, thing for her. Wonderful. We're so glad to hear that. Oh yeah. So my question also was that uh, Revelation ten seven. It, it talks about the sounding of the seventh trumpet, and uh, there's a couple of words that are kind of uh, there. Carlos, we are coming up on a break. Can I put you on hold and bring you back on the other side? All right. All right. Sorry about that. Um, Doug, we're excited about today's show. We do have a full bank of callers, so uh, if you plan to get in, you better call now. Uh, maybe you'll be able to get in before the end of the show. The number is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll go back to Carlos after the break. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry 
from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. Endtime is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with Endtime to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-ENDTIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to End of the Age. Uh, we had to cut off Carlos there at the break, but so let's go right back to him. He has a question about the seventh trumpets. Carlos, sorry about that. Welcome back. Hey, no problem, man. Thank you. Yeah, yes, in the Revelation 10, verse 7 says, In the days that the angel begins to sound, have you guys, uh, you know, have any uh, comments or uh, thoughts about that? Because it kind of, it kind of seems like, it's not only like just one day, but maybe 90 days, maybe some a couple of days. What do you guys think about that? Well, that's one of those things, Carlos, that I've always looked at when it's talking about, because the scripture actually says, but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished as he hath declared to his servants, the prophets. So the mystery of God... I mean, that's one of the things we would have to define exactly what the mystery of God is that we're talking about. There's different places in the Bible that talk about the mystery of God. I tend to think that this mystery of God is uh, talking about the resurrection. It's talking about what's going to happen at the seventh trumpet. Uh, and so to, to say that it's in days, I don't know exactly how to, uh, you know, how to address that because... I haven't really ever looked at it real closely to see, you know, if it ties into the days that uh, are talked about in Daniel uh, or not. Right. I, I just don't know. So that's that's one of those things I really don't have an answer for, a good answer for it. But it could be something that's tied into that. We've talked about before that we really don't know what that gap is in Daniel. We really don't know for certain what that is. I don't know if anybody does. I know that Pastor Baxter didn't know for sure what it was, and he'd been asked that question before. So really without sitting here and speculating and trying to give you some answer that uh, I can speculate about, I'd rather study that out and maybe come back and address that on another day. Unless you got, do you got something for it? No? Okay. No, I don't have any. Hey, thank you, guys. All right. Thank Thanks, you, Carlos. Carlos. We appreciate it. All right. Let's go to Eva in Pennsylvania. Eva, welcome to End of the Age. Hi, guys. How are you doing? We're well. How are you? I'm Prophecy College. I am finishing it up. It is really awesome, and I don't know if the people know that once you finish a course, if you go into the next course, you can always go back to the other course and re-listen to the videos and all that and still absorb more knowledge. Okay, the plug for Jerusalem Prophecy College. (laughs) Here's my question. Uh, It's awesome. I'm sorry, guys. It really is. Um, the ribs and the bear, and the Russian bear with, with the ribs. 
Could they possibly, I'm getting ready to throw you a curveball. Could they possibly be China? Because China is sort of like coming under Russia right now. And North Korea, because that's sort of coming under uh, Russia right now. And, of course, with North Korea coming in, that's being the Middle East is coming in. I'll take my answer off the air, but I was wondering if those could possibly be the ribs and the bear. And God bless you guys. Okay. Well, one of the things that uh, we talk about, the possibilities of these being, is that one of the things how China was involved in this is China has had huge providences that they've lost to Russia during wartime. In the 19th century, they lost uh, Manchuria, Mongolia, and Xinhai. And China contends that these are bones of contention. And so we've always thought that could be a possibility. Um, the other one is that uh, Russia controls the Baltic states, uh, Lithuania, Estonia, and Lit- Litvia. They control those states, and so it could be those states. Those are two possibilities. But I hear what you're saying, if maybe that's how China could be tied into the world government and we don't see China there. And that's one of the things people ask about all the time is in China, the dragon and um we know that the dragon from Revelation twelve nine is Satan and the devil. And so we know that that's not China and we don't see China in Bible prophecy. So um, answering your question, those are the only two possibilities that we've looked at really seriously and hard. We don't know uh, if China will be in the one world government because we don't see them in Revelation 13. So having said that, Those are the only two things that we've really studied out and looked at. And with China calling those areas bones of contention, um, that's one of the strongest things that I think that that we look at is we think that it could be uh, those states that um, Russia took from them. So, cool. that's our answer. All right. Now let's go to Jeff in Texas. Jeff, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, how y'all doing today? We're well. How are you? Hey, this is Jeff from Waco. Talked to Doug a couple of times on hey, the phone. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? All right. Hey, I got a question for you, like when you're doing uh, witnessing mm-hmm. and you're talking about uh, the uh, Antichrist and the Pope as being the false prophet. When you're witnessing in modern day or the people, you know, in our day, how do you explain that uh, scripturally that the Roman Catholic Pope is the false prophet? You tie it in with Revelation chapter 17, Jeff. Uh, so when you, when you look at the Babylon, mystery Babylon in Revelation 17, it gives us several clues there that this is talking about the Vatican uh, and Rome. And as you look through those, one of the things is that um, the woman was dressed in scarlet and purple. Um, you're familiar with that. And it talks about she has the blood of the saints on her hands. That's one of the ways that we prove that whoever the Pope is at the time is going to be the false prophet. For one, for one thing, he's going to be the most recognized spiritual leader in the world, which we know is the Pope. The other thing are the clues that are given in Revelation 17. And there's a lot of them there. It's not just that. It talks about the woman uh, is a great city and the city sets on seven hills. Well, Rome is known as the city of seven hills. Uh, But it even carries on into Revelation 18. And it talks about uh, where the woman says, 
uh, I am no widow, I set as a queen. And that's one of the things that the Roman Catholic Church considers themselves the queen of heaven. And so um, there's just many different uh, clues that point to that. And so you tie that in because this mystery Babylon, this woman, the great harlot, she's riding on the back of that one world red beast, that one world government beast. That's a red dragon. And so that's how you can tie that in and give them some biblical information so that they can understand whoever the leader is of the Roman Catholic Church at that time will be the false prophet. All right. I appreciate it. That's a good answer. I have to go back and study that. And, hey, I want to give a plug for the JPC thing, too. That's an awesome program for (laughs) those who don't have it. All right. Well, thank you. There's a couple of commercials for JPC. We appreciate that. All right. Thank you. Thank you. You can get it at endtime.com slash JPC. There's 11 courses there. And I think it was mentioned earlier, once you complete the course, uh, once you complete each lesson, you can go back and watch the videos so you have full access to every video that you go to um, where you can go back. I believe you have access forever. Uh, don't quote me on that, but it is if it's not forever, it's a very long time. And uh, you can go back and watch those videos and watch them a million times if you wish. Go through all the quizzes again if you wish. Um, and so it's a good place to go to become a better disciple as you grow in discipleship with Jesus. There's lessons there um, ranging from every topic in the Bible, basically. And so not only are you going to get Bible prophecy, but you're also going to get understanding the Bible and keys to spiritual growth and on and on and on. And so if you're looking to enhance your discipleship, you should certainly go through the Jerusalem Prophecy College, which is available in Jerusalem, Israel, in person, but it's also available online at endtime.com slash jpc or jerusalemprophecycollege.com. It's also on demand 24-7, so you can go there at any time, sign up, and get started this afternoon if you would like. All right, let's go to Sharon in Oklahoma. Sharon, welcome to End of the Age. Hi, y'all. You're feeling better, Vince. Thank you. Uh, yesterday, when Doug was talking, or had it by himself, he did a good job. But I was wanting to ask him a question about the tares and the wheat. That harvest. Now, is that going to be? That can't be the rapture, is it? The the two uh, simultaneous harvest. Yeah. Yeah, that's another depiction of the rapture there. So. I mean, because the reason it confused me, because it happened, it, you're, you were saying that it, like, happened at the same time. Well, I thought that the rapture happened, and then that the tares and the wheat wasn't done until uh, the great throne judgment, the great white throne judgment. No, that ra- judge there. Yeah, it's that, that harvest, that simultaneous harvest, if you go back and watch uh, where Pastor Baxter is breaking that down for you, he explains that that is another uh, another view of the rapture there that's happening, and he he compares it and shows us in that clip. That's one reason why I let him explain that there yesterday, and and I used the entire teaching that he did there because he did such a great job at breaking it down. But we do believe that that is when the rapture happens. Okay. Daniel okay. chapter twelve kind of talks about that a little bit there. If you look at Daniel twelve. I referenced uh, Daniel chapter 12 there, but I didn't read all of it uh, the other day when we talked about that. 
um, with the war in heaven where Michael stands up. I didn't read down all the way uh, down in there, but it says, And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. Okay. And that's Daniel 12, okay, too. It. Okay. I was just wondering because it sounded different to me for some reason. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Doug. Okay, well, Thanks, thank Sharon. you. Thanks, Sharon. God bless mm-hmm. you. Now, Doug, a lot of people call us and they want to know, why would God allow the church to go through his wrath? Yeah. And they say things like, he wouldn't beat his bride, right? Yeah. And we always go, oh, no, we never thought of that. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't go like that. <laughs> no, we don't. So w- what is our response to that? Well, the tribulation is not the wrath of God. It is the wrath of Satan. And we know that from Revelation twelve fourteen, where it says that he comes down unto you having great wrath because he knows his time is short. And then his time is told us in twelve fourteen. it says that it's for time times and the dividing of time. So the wrath of Satan is actually the tribulation. The whole thing where everybody believes that God's not going to allow his bride to be beat in this time, they're thinking of the wrath of God. We're going to go through uh, some tribulation and the church is going to endure through that. They're, the disciples before us went through, uh, they went through tribulation as well. And so to think that uh, you know, what people get confused with is they think that the tribulation is the wrath of God and will be raptured out before uh, the full wrath of God is poured out on us. So, so, what you got? So what? I didn't want to cut you off. No, that's, that's what we know. That's, we know that the wrath is not the wrath of God, it's the wrath of Satan. What about keeping us from the iron temptation? Well, how does that happen? I don't know. Okay, so the hour of temptation is talked about where? In Revelation, before the, the these things shall happen afterwards, right? So, so, it's so if you're not in those churches, if you're not um, of the understanding of how the book of Revelation is written, that's going to be a, a struggle for you to comprehend, right? Because those letters were written to a church; those churches were going through temptation, and there were things that were happening in those churches. And God was addressing those particular churches. Gotcha. All right. Well, there you have it. Another great open line. We'll be back right back here on Monday, 3 p.m. Central Time. You can always go to endtime.com and access hundreds of hours for free. We'll see you Monday. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.